Business, music, food, and everything in between. If you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe and follow us. The content on this show is strictly for educational purposes only. Some things on this show may be considered harmful to some. Organically Blunt does not endorse any harmful activity. If you're not 18 or older, please exit now. This episode is brought to you by Horticulture Lighting Group. The future of horticulture lighting has arrived. Shop the highest yield generating LED lamps in the world. Real efficiency, real yields, made in the USA. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Organically Blunt. I am Jay Blaze, your host. And this evening, we have the opportunity... If I can get it set up here. There we go. The opportunity to interview a Kansas City legend in the making. And the reason I, I don't know that, about that, bro. <laughs> trust me, trust me. I've heard a lot about you. And, you know, with that being said, welcome to the Organically Blunt Show. This is Gobsmack Genetics. And if you go ahead and introduce yourself and let everybody know where you reside from. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm uh, Nick with Gobsmack Genetics, and uh, we're live from Kansas City tonight. All right, all right. How's the weather out there? Horrible, horrible, horrible. We got a snowstorm blizzard coming in. It's supposed to be like negative four degrees in the morning, all sorts of snow. Horrible, bro. <laughs> that's that's crazy, definitely. Yeah, so, um, you know, like I said before we got, went live here, I've been chasing you around a little bit, you know, following things and everybody you know you created the hype you really did you might not think you did but you did you know <laughs> when, when you see people are like have you gotten gobs smacked yet have you gotten smacked have you gotten smacked and it's like well what is this let's you know and then i check you out and i'm like man i gotta get my hands on these genetics and uh <laughs> and everybody's like everybody's like oh you you know he got hacked and i'm like oh man so it took a while to jump through a couple hoops to get get you here, but we're happy to have you. I got the I got the care package here. We're gonna give some back to the community here. Um, I've got right. a, uh, I've got a nice box mystery box. I might slip a couple packs into at the end of this week. You heard it here, but you never know what's gonna be in that box. We we like to give these mystery boxes away quite a bit, and I've got a whole stack of them here. So it's kind of cool. And um, yeah, so definitely. So how long have you been breeding and how did you get into it? Um, I started growing um, years ago. I'd say probably, I don't know, 2000, I don't know, 12 or something like that. Um, so got into breeding very shortly after. Um, and I was breeding up until about 2016. Um and it was still illegal in Missouri at that point. Um, I don't know. I had about 30 plants downstairs, you know, and was just playing around. And, uh, you know, my ex-wife at the time, um, she had a whole handful of her own problems with pills and everything else. And she got mad at me one day. And next thing I know, bro, the police is surrounding the house. You know what I mean? And so, uh, 
yeah, it was something else. I get wake up to pounding on the door and I'm like, oh man, what's up? You know, and I so I go run out in the garage and I'm watching all my security cameras and SWAT team surrounding the house. And uh, so I just stayed in there for a bit. They didn't have a warrant yet, so they couldn't kick in. And uh, I called my lawyer like, hey, 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 you know what I mean? Let them know what was up. Long story short, I, I ended up getting uh, charged with a class A felony. And in Missouri, that's the same as murder because it was within 2000 feet of the school. I was facing 10 to life. Um, and so I had to pay over $10,000 my lawyer a year of hell. Um, you know, they were trying to make me go do a 10 year minimum bit and, uh, I wouldn't take a plea. I wouldn't take a plea. I just stuck to my guns. And then two days before trial, um, they came to me and was finally like, fine, we'll give you, uh, probation, you know, ended up being a slap on the wrist where I ended up doing two years probation. But <clears throat> had I not had the money to pay that lawyer, I would have been doing some serious time, you know, and that's kind of the messed up thing about the, the system is, uh, uh, you know, if you don't have the money, you know, it's really stupidly rigged, you know, I would have been doing some serious time over, you know, now what is legal, you know? So, so in 2020, Missouri went legal with recreational. Um, Hey, I want to say what's up to a couple of guys in there. I see Aaron, um, Andrew's in there and a couple other guys, you know, what's up guys. Just want to show a little bit of love there. Um, but when Missouri went legal in 2020, I jumped immediately as soon as I could back, you know, right back at it, you know. Definitely, and, we, definitely. and then we started the group in about April of 2021. Um, and I didn't even launch the company until October that year for the whole year, um, pretty much eight months or whatever it was. I gave out testers. I didn't take anybody's money. Um, all we did was give out free stuff um, for that entire time um, because I wanted everything to be tested and everything to be decent before we started taking anybody's money. You know what I mean? And uh, we kind of built our name in that time and people were testing the genetics. And we're like, wow, these are actually pretty fire. And we got our name out there a little bit. And here we are about to go into 2023 and we've got almost 13,000 in our Facebook group. Yeah, That's so. impressive. That's impressive, man. And, and, you know, we're, we're, we're growing podcasts, you know, we're not quite that big yet, but you know, we all start somewhere and to see that you grew something from the grassroots. I mean, you're an enthusiast, you're, you're, you're a business owner, you know, that speaks volumes to me. Whenever I interview someone that comes and puts in the grunt work, as I call it, you gained my respect right from the bat, you know, because, I'm doing the same thing. I'm digging through these trenches every day, try, trying to make something of myself. You know, I wasn't. That's all we can do, brother. That's all we can do. You know what I mean? Definitely, definitely. So, yeah. But yeah, when you man, do stuff out of the heart and, uh, you know, when you love what you're doing, um, man, it, it gives you a leg up, you know what I mean? Um, then if you're just out there half assing it, you know what I mean? If you actually definitely. love it, you know, it gives you the passion because. I spent a lot of time, I mean, just the, from designing logos and building the website, I did everything myself. Um, I, I never built a website. I never, you know, there's so much, I never designed. I never, you know what I mean? So I went in knee deep, bro, and didn't look back. And uh, we built something pretty cool, you know, that I'm pretty proud of. And my fiance has been right there with me every step of the way, helping me do everything. And, you know, you got to love it, right? Definitely. You know, I wish I had somebody like that because, you know, it's a blessing when your partner can support you in your efforts because it makes it that much easier. You know, you don't have the headache 
she supports you. She knows what you're doing. She knows what it takes. And, you know, you don't have somebody nagging at you. That's impressive to me, you know. Definitely. Yeah. We you to say it's not my ex that called the police on me. <laughs> this, is, this is my new fiance. Uh, I had uh, proposed, I think it was uh, last year, and, you know, we're, we still haven't actually had the wedding wedding yet. But, uh, yeah, I'm definitely blessed. Great great woman, woman loves loves uh loves me loves my son loves what we do you know so can't beat it definitely definitely so uh, one of the questions we like we got a few questions we like to ask on the show kind of break the ice get the conversation rolling a little bit and what the first one you kind of broke it down but i kind of want to hear your first time that you ever anticipated and smoked cannabis or ate it or ingested it in whatever form what was the first way that you tried it and how'd you get it um i grew up kind of out in the country out here in missouri kind of out in the outskirts of kansas city um a smaller town and i was really good at art and so my mom made me go to an art school up in kansas city and it was a like a culture shock bro from going out into the country to you know the middle of the hood to go to the go to school um and i remember there was a group of artist kids that you know they were hanging out and they were talking about going skipping school and you know going on go do whatever so i was like hey let's roll and uh so it was some hippie kids and uh there was a there's westport is kind of you know that kind of area they had like a head shop in there and all that and man we went and on the side of this hill i'll never forget it was a beautiful day um Smoked the joint. I didn't even feel it at first, and it had to have been some creeper, bro. Because twenty minutes later, I'm in dreamland. You know, <laughs> it was a hell of a day. Now, the first that was the first time. The second time I ever smoked weed, um, I did it again with, with some different kids, and they had laced it with uh, wet. <laughs> they had dipped it in wet, and I didn't know it. They called it a lovely, bro. Bad news. It was a night and day experience. <laughs> so it was a little bit after my second time until I smoked again. Because mm-hmm. I tell you what, that was a whole nother nightmare. <laughs> oh, trust, trust me, I know. If you go back in our podcast episodes, you know, for anybody out there listening that might be new to the show, you go back and kind of hear my my first time was mine was laced with special K, which is a horse tranquilizer, similar to LSD. <laughs> And I was seeing all kinds of shit. I ain't even gonna lie to you. <laughs> yeah. I felt like I was melting, bro. We were, we went. They made me go back to school, so I'm sitting in school, like hanging on my desk, trying to act normal, bro, and just out, all out of my mind. It was the most horrible crap. Never again, right? <laughs> right, right, definitely. So you know, I'm a barbecue fan. So I gotta know: is it true the Kansas City barbecue? with the mustard do you like it that way do you like it traditional bro that's sacrilegious i'm gonna have to get off the stream right now because that is just horrible uh we <laughs> hell no, i've never tried it so i really can't say but <coughs> we're in Kansas city we got the best barbecue there is i've had barbecue from around the country and some decent ones you know what i mean but uh we got some killer home mom and pop barbecue places here in Kansas city that's just unreal uh my favorite was slaps barbecue and it was there for 50 years. Um, the owner just recently died, but you can't get the taste out. Of, like when you walked in there, that whole place was smoky and the grill is just like caked with blackness or, you know, the smoker. You, these newer places can't get that taste like they can from a 50 year old smoker. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. I, I uh, matter of fact, 
today was the day two years ago I found my grandfather passed away. Um, so it's oh, been a little, sorry, bit bro, of a little bit of an emotional day for me, but I, I held it high, held my head high. I fought today. I had a lot of things fight me out today, you know, with my automobile and stuff. We won't get into that, but long story short, you know, we're coming up on what I just did last year too, you know, New Year's. My buddies were like, I'm a barbecue fan. That's why I asked you. Um, you know, I, my buddies were like, well, what are we going to do? It's boring around here. I said, let's go to Nashville. I said, matter of fact, let's go to Memphis for uh, New Year's. And they said, are you serious? Right now, we're going to get in the car and leave right now. I said, yeah, let's pack our bags. We're going right now. So we hop in the car and I drove all the way to Memphis. Simply just oh, to yeah. have some, some barbecue. Simply to have some barbecue. Hey, <laughs> I've had Memphis barbecue. It's pretty decent. You know, it's nothing yeah. to shake a stick at. You know what I mean? Right, right. But. Hey, I might have to come to Kansas City next, you know. You never hey, know. You ever, you ever do, bro. Hit me up, and I'll take you to some, uh, you know, non-tourist spots. That's... There's actually a guy in our group, <coughs> um, Brian, and there's a barbecue place I didn't even know about, bro. And he hits me up, and he invites us, my family and us to go over to that barbecue place. Um, it's called Slaps over in Kansas City, Kansas. And... So we get over there, bro. There's a line around the building. You know what I mean? And I'd never even heard of it. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why, how have I never even heard of this place? And uh, he hooked us up, man. He hooks us up with, you know, a big, huge sampler. And we didn't have to wait in the line. He's like, hit me up when you get up here. So we got to skip all that. And, uh, you know, of course, I hooked him up with some seeds. and You know what I mean? This and that. And uh, But, bro, that place was killer. I'm like, how did I never even hear about this place? Oh, it's good news, it's some hidden gems. We got a few of them here in this small town. And, you know, one of them just made it on America's uh, Best Restaurants. It's a show, a YouTube show. Right. And we have a place called Hamburger Markies here. And everything is made local. Like, they source nice. the beef. They source the, source the buns. They source the, everything. And it, it's impressive. And I'm a food fanatic. I actually do food reviews uh, when I'm not doing this, too. So, like... I'm like top 10% in my area and, and people like to hear what I got to say about food for some reason. I know it's weird, but I guess it's my talent. And, um, but, but to get off the subject and back onto the subject while we're here. Um, so that's a cra pretty crazy story and getting onto the food subject. Do you have a go-to munchie when you're high? Like everybody has a go-to munchie. Bro. I like uh, I like getting me some uh, cheese dip and some nachos. Just sitting there tearing up some nachos, bro. Like there's a certain kind of cheese, and it actually comes from Aldi's. You know what I mean? So it's not even like a nice name, but I don't even like the other the name brand ones. I like the this cheese dip from Aldi's. It's like the medium one, and I will tear that stuff up, bro. I will sit there and munch it. We just got an Aldi's going up in our town right now. So as soon as they open, I might have to pick some up. Hey, hit you the know, cheese there, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep, yep, definitely. So, you know, it, when it comes to breeding, you know, I, I don't know a lot. I, I, I've never done it. I want to try it someday, but I don't have the guts to. But I, I've been studying a little bit here and there on it. Now, my question is, do you breed indoors, outdoors, both? Is Always indoors. Where okay. we're at right now, we're in the city. Um and I don't trust anything outside, you know what I mean? And so everything we do is indoors. Um, sure, sure. 
And that and that when that very first came out, we had problems with cross pollination uh, because po if anybody's going to try breeding, here's my one one warning: pollen is super potent, <laughs> super potent. So <clears throat> we had a little bit of issue of cross pollination um, just because it travels so crazy. You know what I mean? <clears throat> we had it was actually going through the air duct vents. Um, our photo period pollen was creeping down to our auto flowers our auto flowers at first weren't auto flowering you know what i mean <laughs> they were going more active you get an auto or a photo you know what I mean? so we had to figure out um how to stop the control of of the thing um because i had no idea when i really how potent it really is <laughs> you know what i mean so if you're gonna breed having separate areas separate everything is very important um you just yeah. prevent all that you know what i mean Definitely. I, I my cousins grow hemp. They got a big field north of here, and I was talking to them because hemp license is very cheap here in Michigan compared to right. actually producing cannabis uh, with THC. And um, believe it or not, he was like, he was like, from what I've read, and um, uh, the pollen spores outside obviously can travel up to five miles and i'm like holy shit and he's like well in a breeze and i'm like there's no, i'm like that's insane <laughs> and uh but i believe I, it hey <laughs> that's crazy I believe it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah definitely so what is your guys's most in demand pheno that you produce so far um I don't know. It's probably probably Black Mamba, um, one of our autoflowers. That's a purple strain, um, and I don't know if it's just because it's purple or you know. I'm not really 100 percent sure. Um, Cobweb is right up there with it, though. Um, that was one of the very first autos that that we came out with, and I took um, two of the best White Widow. So it's really White Widow times White Widow, and I took two of the very best White Widows from different breeders um, that I found. I went through a bunch of them. And I took the two very best that I found and crossed them. And it's got a super unique uh, buzz, super unique taste. Like, it's a big hit with a lot of people. Definitely, definitely. I might have to try that one myself because a White Widow is one of my favorites. And my buddy just grew some White Rhino. And that stuff's phenomenal. I'm actually, when we get off the horn here, I'm actually going to pick up his last ounce of it. I'm like, I got to I gotta get it, dude. I'm like, you better not sell it to nobody else. That's mine. And he's like, he's like, all right, I got you. I'll gift it to you for Christmas. And I'm like, hell yeah. All right. Like I got so, digs on that. That's me all day. Yeah. A lot exactly. of people don't realize, um, you know, when it comes to different breeders, <coughs> say that one breeder will have a white widow, another breeder will have a white widow. Um, the, there can be night and day differences in those strains. You know what I mean? And not anything even similar. You know what oh. I mean? And so. Definitely, Some definitely. people get a white widow, you know what I mean, from one breeder, love it, and then order a white widow from another breeder, think it's going to be the same thing, and it'd be totally different. They're like, "Whoa, what the hell?" Um, you know, so I think you know a lot of people don't understand um, just because it's a strain of something. It depends on how it's bred, where it's for, you know, all that good stuff of what your end product's going to be like. You know what I mean? Definitely. definitely. We just got in me and uh, me and the marketing rep over at Seedsman kind of got into a little bit of a heated conversation on that because I read on another podcast episode that I was listening to, you know, Jack Hare, 
everybody loves the Jack Hare strain. Well, come to find out another podcast that I'm a fan of had, had the original Jack Hare's son on the show. And he, nice. he, straight, he straight up came out and he said, listen, all them Jack Hare's everybody's jumping on ain't even real. He said, we stopped producing it and we only have it in house. He said, and it's a 1978 or some odd year cut. He said, and uh, he said, oh, that's not real. You know, that's not the real Jack Hare. You know, we we got it. But yeah, and I, right. I can believe that. But hey, you know, the hype, it might be an off read of it somehow, but it's not. I don't even have the real thing, and I got it popped right now, and I'm I'm excited. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna give it a shot anyway. Right, right. Well, a lot of it gets so watered down. Um, you know what I mean? As it gets passed around, also um, yeah. from what it was originally, like it's hard to find a good skunk um, that's got that loud, super dank, you know, skunky smell to it nowadays. And a lot of it just got so watered down. Um, with the breeding yeah. and stuff over the years, um, a lot. I mean, it's hard, really hard to find a super danky skunk nowadays. You know what I mean? I've only grew it once, and it was uh, with the first company we used to work with. Um, here, we no longer represent dank seeds, but they're out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Here, and good people. They they supported us for years, and somehow just communication fell out from beneath us both. But long story short, yeah. I grew one it's of his hard to keep up with people. You know, everybody's got a lot going on. It's hard to keep up. You know, oh, de- de- definitely. And, and it was the only flower I ever had where the hairs of it turned pink. Literally, like really? a, ba- a baby pink. I got it on my Instagram somewhere. It's way back. That's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah it, was pretty really, dope. it was really. It was outdoor. I used to be an outdoor grower. Um, I had a I had a fifty foot square plot that we grew in and big fences, the whole line before my grandfather passed me and him, he was an organic farmer and we used to do it that way out. Now I'm learning the indoor side of things, but yeah, definitely, you know, so is there a lot, even indoor, you know, here, my problem is my humidity is low. What is it? What is it like where you're at? I mean, is, is there any issues you faced? Um, winter time, um, when you have to turn on the furnace and stuff, it sucks a lot of the moisture out of the air and your humidity will drop stupid crazy sometimes. Um, that's one issue that we fought, you know, I've never, luck, I've been very, very lucky and never had to fight like outfits and, um, spider mites and all that stuff. Man, it looks like a nightmare. That's why I don't really let anybody into my grow facility. I don't let any visitors come in. And that's why, because... Man, I don't yep. want to fight any of that junk because, man, it looks like a nightmare, and I don't want no parts of it. You know, I've been asked quite a few times, "Hey, look, come, let me check out." You know what I mean? And I'm like, "Nah, bro." <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the I'm the same way. Yeah, nobody comes in my grow. People see, you know, you guys can see it online all you want, you know, but you know, no, I don't let nobody in there cross contamination. You know, when I get home, I strip down and. I'm even thinking about going to Spire. I used to do carpet cleaning when I was younger and the booties that they use so you don't track in the house. I'm thinking about getting some of them to put over my feet. I'm thinking about, right. you know, ways to basically not bring <laughs> and, and definitely that man, your phone's aggressive. <laughs> yeah, sorry, but my uncle's trying to beep in on me. <laughs> hey, that's good. Definitely, definitely. So, you know, 
one of the questions that this streams into is that I like to ask everybody, and it, it kind of opens your mind up a little bit, is if you could smoke with anybody dead or alive, who would it be and why? That's a good question, bro. Uh, um, man, I, I dude, there's so many good ones, bro. Can I get like a room full of motherfuckers? Hey, <laughs> usually, uh, usually we usually we tell the person literally, and and it's part of the show, like we say, organic. Keep it organic. The first person pops in your head. Tupac. Why not? There you go. There you go. You, you know, ever since, you know, I'm, I was born in 79, so that's my, you know, 90s, you know, 90s baby, you know, 90s kid, you know. Uh, yeah, why not? Tupac, why not? You're, you're, only, you're only a decade before me, but it's okay. I'm an early 80s baby. and but That's what's up. I, I was raised where I should have been born in right around mid-70s because, like my parents and such, because, well, my parents were born in the late 60s, but long story short, uh, because my grandparents raised me, most people think my the way I was raised is ten years older than what I really am. Right. It's, it's but hey, weird. I would love to smoke with like Bob Marley, Jimmy, any of them old dudes. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. Any of them can. You know, you know, you can you you can't pass up Marley. You can't pass up Snoop, Willie. Right. You know, all, all those old school guys. You know. And, you know Johnny Cash is smoking. Come on now. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, he was Imagine my greatest favorite. Johnny Cash. You know what I mean? Willie Nelson and all them. I wish. I seen a tour yeah, bus. To, I seen a tour bus today, and it was from the seventies, and it was like the all the stainless steel streamline with the two tone paint. And I literally yelled out to the guy. I said, "Man, if you could go back, I bet Johnny Cash would be on there because he was my grandpa's favorite." And uh, man, ain't nothing like I, that. I have smoked with like the band 311, um, Tech Nine. He's from Kansas City. I met him a handful of times. I've smoked with him a handful of times. So I smoked with a couple famous people. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, I, I've had a few in my past too. You know, I've smoked with, uh, they, they used to call them the Nappy Boy Dancers. That was the first people I danced with. And that was T Pain's backup dancers. And during that, during that tour, because uh, I do photography and I used to do entertainment photography. Um, we got invited back there and my buddies just bought two, each bought a tall boy. I'm in big old glasses of beer. I don't drink. And we get to the gate for security check and the security guard says, you can't bring that back here. And they said, we just paid $16 for this. And the security <laughs> guard says, you better down it. And they did and they were and all of a sudden, the backup dancers, all of a sudden, they're in the, like, where I'm taking pictures at. I got them doing video, and I got, all of a sudden, they're coming up next to me, and they're dancing and shit, and I'm like, oh, shit, and they hand me a, a blunt, and I'm like, oh, fuck, okay. So then afterwards, you know, we got to hang out afterwards and smoke with them and chill. I didn't get to meet T-Pain himself. I got good pictures of him performing, but I got to hang out with his backup dancers. And then I've smoked with uh, Mendo Dope this year. And That's dope. I smoked and met with the Cottonmouth Kings out at Big Club Farms. It's a place we have out here. And uh, I've met a, a lot of cool people out there, you know, that I didn't ever think I'd have the opportunity to meet. And 
it was really cool. So you never know where this industry is going to take you. You really don't. And like I yeah, would say, we meet for a reason, you know, definitely. And um, I love uh, getting to meet, you know, like people in our group and stuff like that. Um, everybody's always so cool, bro. Like I've met quite a few people in Kansas City, um, you know, in our, in our group um, down in Arizona. Um, Morty, he he hit me up. I was flying out of Prescott and he was like, bro, you got to let me come meet you before you leave, you know? So before I got on the plane, he ran up there, ran me around, smoked me out, like super cool dude. Uh, we get down to Tampa. Um, we go on a trip to Tampa. And as soon as we get there, um, Gregory, a guy in our group, he comes up, meets us. He brings us an ounce, you know what I mean? Directly off the airport, you know what I mean? Just such cool people. Uh, that same trip, we got to meet um, Brett Bailey and and uh, quite a few people. Man, it was super super cool. You know, every one of them is down to down to earth people and just good people. You know what I mean? So in Oklahoma City, we got to go meet quite a few people out there. We sponsored a kickboxing event, um, and so we got to go hang out there in VIP and just meet tons of people. And man, everybody just shows nothing but love. You know, so super cool. You know, and even local events, we've got to meet. Um, you know, Jessica Gant. I mean, just so so many cool people, man. I would have probably never ever even met, you know. And so, um, getting to meet all the the people that support us is super cool, bro. To me, you know, like last guy I met, he was local. He's like, hey, can I just meet you uh, instead of mailing him? You know, he bought some seats. I'm like, sure, bro. And uh, met him, met him, and he was like, man, I listened. To, I did another interview. He's like, I listened to your whole interview, and blah blah. He's like, so cool to meet you. I'm like, oh, bro, I ain't shit. You know, like it's good to meet you too. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it started out. It's starting to be out here. It's a small town, but the community's always been strong. And I've always traveled down to basically the Indiana border for my events in the summer. I started my. This was the the first year I did events ever in the cannabis industry and it's a lot similar to some of the other events I've done in the past, but the atmosphere is different and the same. And the people, uh, the people are just people I'd never imagined, you know, they're so helpful in every way possible. This industry is amazing. And, uh, the way just people support each other, you know, I reached out, um, not too long ago, I had a friend reach out to me. He, he runs a CBD store here in uh, just a little north of me. And um, he says to me, he says, my wife just got diagnosed with stage four cancer. And mm. I said, oh, man. I said, he said, I'm looking for live fecal matter RSO. And I said, I know just the people. I made one post in Big Cloud Farms. Shout out Big Cloud. Love you guys. And uh, I had over 64 people respond. He needed 36 grams in the next 24 hours. We had it on dry ice and in the mail overnight. That's and, so dope, bro. Yeah. And it touched me, man. I ain't never done anything like this. You know? But to reach yeah, out that's to me, another thing about what we do, man. It's so cool. Like, because... A lot of people in our group that use our, our seeds, you know, then grow our stuff, they're using it for, like, to better their lives, whether they got cancer, whether they got, you know, you know, 
whatever the ailment is that it helps them, man. And I see all these stories of people going through just the harshest shit, you know, and just to see and just be able to even help them out in a little bit and touch their lives in a little bit is just like super cool to me. You know what I mean? Right. And if I would have knew this, you know, like with my grandfather, for example, like I explained, he went through 40, 44, 48 treatments of chemo and radiation, had prostate mm -hmm. cancer. It went from the prostate to the colon, from the colon to the stomach lining. It was eating them alive. If I would have knew about RSO, we would have had him on it a long time ago. And yeah, they were, you know, because a, a lot of these, uh, Pills they shove down their throat are just poison, man. Yeah. So I about got killed bull riding in 2017. Um, yeah, I got stomped on a bull and it, sp it split my liver almost all the way. Um, and there was just a, a fraction of it that held it together, and it broke ribs and like it, I, I was jacked up, bro. <laughs> so I was in ICU for a week and. Uh, I was not ready to get out of the hospital. I mean, they had me on morphine, fentanyl. I mean, just every hardcore. I barely remember the week. I'd wake up and remember bits and pieces. And uh, when they let me out, they just prescribed me a bunch of pills. I shouldn't have been released. Um, and I hadn't eaten in that whole time. And so I'm just getting sicker and sicker. And I'm taking these pain pills. It's making me so nauseous. I can't eat. But I'm in so much pain, bro. Because, I mean, it literally just that bull traumatized my stomach you know what i mean it ripped me up bad not only did it oh, yeah. do the liver but i mean it tore stomach muscles i mean i was hurting and uh so a few days after i get out of the hospital I, like i'm just getting sicker and sicker and sicker because i just keep taking these pills and eventually like three days later i was like that's it like cold turkey off of every last bit of those pills and all i did was smoke weed and uh i immediately so it didn't take all the pain away obviously but man it made it bearable and immediately I got my appetite back immediately started feeling better immediately started putting weight back. You know what I mean? And it just shows me like what they're and these pills are just poison, bro. I felt oh, poisoned. Um, and then immediately, as soon as I just went to straight weed, um, you know, and cannabis, man, immediately started getting better. You know what I mean? And yeah. So it went, it's a it's amazing, you know, your story and so many pe other people's I, that I meet, you know, me included, you know, my hair, I didn't have hair on my face last year. I have alopecia and I got it coming back. It falls out still. It's due to stress, but everybody's always <laughs> like, always like, man, how, how's your hair growing back? That's what the doctor asked me today because I went to the doctor today and uh, I said, well, to be honest, I'm using sh shampoo made from hemp. I'm using Bud and Lather, which is a uh, body wash, high bar soap, uh, made from THC, CBD, and other things. Uh, Manny over there, we just had him on here. I use that. I'm using as much natural inputs as possible. Um, and my hair is growing back. That's all I can say, you know. Uh, That's awesome, bro. Yeah, I don't know. It comes and it goes, but to have it is better than not have it at all. So, you know. Hey, mine comes in all super patchy anyways, and that's just from uh, <laughs> bad breeding, I guess. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. But, you know, that's a, we're glad to have you here still, you know. If, if you weren't here, we wouldn't have gobsmacked. I mean, 
you know. It's a blessing. I would still be bull riding, bro. And, and bro, I got a ten year old. You know what I mean? And I can't go out bull riding. You know what I mean? I got to stick around so uh, I can be here for him. You know what I mean? Do you still go watch it? I mean, we got a oh, YouTube yeah. show. I love it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, yeah, a- absolutely. I take my boy to the PBR every year. We still go to the local ones. You know what I mean? I got, he was uh, sheep riding um, until this last year, you know what I mean? And so, absolutely. I grew up that way, though. I grew up, my dad was a rancher and a cowboy, and so it's kind of in the blood. I used to do it when I was young. Hadn't done it for years. That's what even, um, I'd always wanted to do it again. And I was like, man, I'm getting older. I was 37 at the time. Just went through the divorce, and I was like, if I'm going to do it, I was like, I might as well do it. And so I joined, I just jumped in a little above my head. Uh, joined like a pro bull tour uh, circuit. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I rode a few without getting hurt, but man, it, all it takes is one, bro. <laughs> De- definitely, definitely. You know, I uh, I was on the wrestling team in high school and I come from a small one light town. And uh, one of the deals we had with the coach was he, he raised pigs. And he said to us, he said, all right, I'm going to bring a piglet in, and we're going to grease it up, and we're going to let it go in this kiddie pool. And you guys got to, you guys got to try to catch this fucker. And if you, whoever whoever catches it gets to shave my head. And nobody nobody could catch it. But finally, I got in there, and I'm the skinniest guy on the team. I I, I don't weigh, and I still don't weigh, but I owe a buck twenty five soaking wet, you know. Buck fifty maybe on a good day, and, right? Uh, me too. And and the coach says, "All right, your turn." I get in there, and I, and I my ground game was always good in high school. That's where I did I shined. You couldn't you couldn't pin me because I'd get out of everything because I was so flexible. And uh, I got this pick down on the ground, and I I tied his legs up, had it, and it was just a snort and ain't. It was going nuts, and everybody's like, man, you act like you've done this before. I said, no, but I said, I probably should. This is fun. And then they got in the sh- <laughs> they're doing the sheeps and stuff up here, and then now they got bull riding, and it, it's grew into a whole, th- whole thing. I mean, we've had it for a long time, but as far as commercializing it and making big events out of it, it's really taken off up here the last probably 10 years, and it's awesome. I mean, because – Oh, yeah, I love it. Everybody well, gets hey, Larry Andrew says, uh, I'm going to get be getting some pillow kush and the grape juice soon. Right on, brother. Yeah, both of them are fire. Both of them are fire, man. Hell yeah. Definitely. Yeah, and uh, so you brought some bulls. You, you do some breeding. I mean, what can we expect? You know, what's next? I mean, is do you got any new strains in the mix? Yeah, uh, yeah we do. We got we do. We're working shoot. on a bunch of new ones. We're working on some uh, some new photo films, um, and we're also working on um, you know some new autos as well. So it, 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 just like growing, man, everything takes forever. You know what I mean? So everybody, just stay oh, yeah. tuned. We're working on some stuff. You know what I mean? I've got a couple in the in the shoot I haven't even released yet that I'm just kind of waiting a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, I've been so busy, man. I work full time. Um, Union Painter, and I do gobsmacked on top of that of everything. So uh, my time is always stretched so super thin. Um, you know what I mean? It takes a lot to even just in the breeding, let alone running the company, let alone running the group, let alone. I mean, there's just a lot to it. People have no idea behind the scenes, all the messages, 
all the, I mean, just dealing with vendors, dealing with the, so much going on behind the scenes that people don't even see. And then trying to run the group of 13,000 people and keeping scammers out. And, you know, it's just a full-time deal. You know what I mean? So, and not only that, I'm a, I've got my fiance and my son that I have to spend time with, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so it's a big juggling act of trying to do everything, but all of these things I love. And so it's not work, you know, doing them all. It's just trying to fit everything into one in the day, you know, definitely, definitely. You know, and I'm gonna, I, I, I got an idea. I'm going to, I'm going to talk to you about some business off, off, off there. You know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to throw you under the bus yet but i got i got an idea you know and, and okay. i think it might i think it might be good for you you know okay. if you want if you want if you want to take that next step i can connect you with some people let's okay right can, on and uh but definitely you know um i think i think you know i'm excited i got a run going right now i just flipped in the flower last night uh so we're doing blues and purples on this run, you know, my blueberries and my purple granddaddies. And uh, speaking of blueberry, I've got, I don't mean to interrupt you there, but I've got, uh, I just dropped, um, you know, DJ Shorts Blueberry um, to do some crossing up with. So that'll be coming in the future. Man, that'll be crazy. I didn't even know about it. You know, it's it, so much stuff moves so fast every day. I, every day I'm learning something new, you know. I I, uh, I I meet some cool people in this industry, you know. I met a dude from Dude Grow Show. I don't know if anybody knows who that is, but it's another show. And he he personally messages me and says, "Hey, dude, call me. I got some advice for your show." And he's he's trying to help form the show to where it's at now, you know. Because I was scared, I was scared to get on the camera, you know. And yeah, here I don't blame I, you. Bro, help people helping people. I mean, that's what it's all about. I mean, a lot of people are like, "Hey, you know, you mess with a lot of other breeders," and it's like, man, I don't look at anything as like competition, bro. I don't got time to be watching what other dudes are doing and you know, jocking other people's junk and blah blah. blah. I don't got time for all that, bro. I we focus on what we're doing and yeah. good people. If you're good people, man, will mess with you. You know what I mean? But I can't stand faulty people. I won't even waste my time with people like that. You know what I mean? I'll cut you off real quick. And move on down the road, you know what I mean? If, uh, exactly. But there's so many good people, you know. But it's kind of, you learn, you know, in this industry, too, that just because people smoke weed doesn't mean they're cool. You know what I mean? There's a lot of dumbasses right in there, too, and scammers. And also, there's shitty people right in there in the cannabis, uh, you know, family as well. But, you know, you, as you go, you just kind of learn who to mess with and who not. And you kind of kick them other jokers off. You know what I mean? Yep. Shake the snake and keep it moving, you know what I mean? And, uh, but I've been blessed. Uh, get a lot of support from a lot of other breeders and a lot of other people that, you know, um, have good reputations and good standings in the community. Um, I think that crap's important. I think doing what you say is important. I think, you know, being about your word, having some integrity, um, all that stuff goes a long way, man. And um, if you ain't got that, I ain't got time for you, bro. You know what I mean? I just, I just life's too short, you know? Definitely, definitely, definitely. You know, I, and it, it, it's a learning curve. Like I told everybody, you know, I learn something new every day. You know, I'm a knowledge, I'm a knowledge sponge. I listen to podcasts when I'm on the road all day, every day. And I'm just listening to everybody and taking in everything, you know, um, which we're, we're trying some new products out. We got some new unboxings going, you know, we got the giveaway ending the end of the week. 
and like I t- tell everybody, you know, I don't have no big name sponsors or anybody paying for my shipping or nothing like that. So every time I ship you guys out something that somebody wins, I pay for it out of my pocket, just like anybody else in the business that's a small business owner. And uh, that's how we grow, you know, and, and, and. Well, let me help you out here with that. Um, I learned whenever we first came out, cause I was paying $5 uh, every time we send out testers and that was 10 to 20 a week, you know what I mean? Especially when we first came out. So I learned that sending anything you can with stamps, bro, is the way to go. Um, Anything, I think, less than an ounce, you can send with stamps um, as long as it can go through a half half inch sorter. And so nowadays, we send out with stamps our freebies, testers, you know, stuff like that. If you make a purchase on the website, we do obviously, you know, tracking and all that. But, bro, that allowed us to reach so many more people just financially. It's just being smart with your resources. Um, and what you have and using it smartly, you know what I mean? Right. Um, I unfortunately, you, go ahead. Do you use like prior ship or anything like that? Because that made a big difference. Also, I used to have to take all my packages, go up to the post office, pay full price and all that junk. But bro, like pirate ship, you know, stuff like that. You get a discount and you don't have to go chase the, they'll pick it up every day at the mailbox instead of having to go to the post office every single day. You know what I mean? <laughs> Tricks like I, that. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was going to the post office. Well, I have been lately. Get on, get on pirate ship. It'll save you some time, money, all that stuff. Um, um, you know what I mean? Not Just taking the time of having to go to the post office. And you get a discount, you know what I mean, a little bit. Not much, but some. And every dollar, every penny adds up, right? So. Um, definitely, definitely. It was a big time thing for me of not having to go chase to the post office every single day go walking in there with boxes full of packets, you know what I mean? Um well they just, just crush they just crushed some seeds. Literally crushed I, I got the pictures I'll have to show you. And uh they 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 still delivered it to my buddy. And uh yeah. and and he opens it and he's like dude they're completely crushed and I'm like I even had them in seed pods, you know, good ones. And I'm like yeah. how did they crush them? And I'm like I don't understand but then they're like they closed my case because I opened a PO case. And I'm like, uh-uh. I so I appealed it, but I still haven't heard nothing. They don't want to give up their hundred bucks that I had them insured for because they're gonna lose money. But hey, they ruined them. I shipped it not knowing at the time through we got stores up here. I don't know what you got down there, but similar to like a Walmart, but it's a competitor called Myers. Right. Uh-huh. And uh they never shipped it and it got stuck in the customer service department and I called the uh I just called the uh the uh store and I'm like the postmaster said that you never shipped it out it's still in your store finally it got shipped out somehow me mentioning it well right yeah then it shows up like three weeks later and he's like everything's crushed and then they're like yeah. They put they put a note on it. We're sorry, and then they close the case. And I'm like, no. I'm like, you're not getting away with it like that. I'm like, no. These these are expensive phenos that I gave this guy from the contest. Right, I'm right. It's gonna let you guys. I even screenshotted the amount and stuff, and I don't. We know have to replace. Is. We have to replace every once in a while because they'll get smashed in the seat in the um sorter or whatever every random once in a while um you know 
But with me, I mean, I try to replace if anything's the matter at all, whether whatever it be, I try to man. I would rather just replace stuff, make sure everybody's happy and cool. Um, yeah, I think when yeah. people before I started got smacked, I had bought some seeds from a smaller guy there on Facebook. I'm not going to throw out any names, but um, just the way they acted and just the way it was like, bro, you know, it just gave me a bad taste in my mouth. So. I never want to be like that. I want to make sure everybody's cool and happy. I mean, you're paying good, hard-earned money for stuff. Um, if something's a matter, man, I, I'd much rather make sure just replace stuff, make sure people are cool and happy than argue with people over stupid nothing. You know what I mean? And we've had some some uh, scammers try to take advantage of that. You know what I mean? But I'm not born yeah. yesterday. You know what I mean? So, um, right. I, see it every, I see it every week. You know, I, right. for some reason, I became, uh, if you look, you ever watch our outro at the end of these episodes, you see we have a lot of genetic companies we work with. But we're working with quality people that are just like yourself. They're real people. And right. I, I watch them. You know, I really do. And like you said, how, people don't realize the amount of stuff that goes behind the scenes. I do because I watch and I talk to these guys every day. They're going to different events and some of these events they're not even selling a pack at and some of them you know they, they're there all day and they set up for 1500 bucks and they're hoping to make their money back and they don't and then they there's days where they're making so much they can't keep up and then they got to juggle the family they got to juggle just like you said you know it's impressive we don't yeah. have time to go to a lot of events i mean i have so much going on it's it's rare now that we even have time to go to events um you know we we have a little place down at the lake uh the ozarks you know it's a couple hours from here and we're trying to put a little place on it and build you know and do all this stuff and so that takes a lot of time too you know what i mean on top of everything else so our time is very valuable and it's hard to even make the time to um because i don't i don't want to drag my son and make him go sit at something like that all day long you know what i mean not right, that it's bad right. being around it it's just the fact that he's tan and it'd be bored of sh shit <laughs> you know what I mean? so aaron said uh, i just harvested indoor today in 18 wheelers a few days away nice bro nice yeah he he's doing uh oh, there we go it pops keeps popping up there all right yeah i uh i just harvest harvest uh a few a couple of weeks ago and i'm hoping they'll be ready for christmas here because right. i was getting i was getting low definitely i'm, I'm looking forward um, to seeing some gobsmacked in your garden and seeing what you think my brother um definitely. like i said we sent you a handful of stuff to give a give a go and um some packs to give out that kind of stuff you know what i mean so definitely, um, definitely. we got your stickers we got we got some packs here you know uh just show the people here real quick Keep what you want out of there for yourself, bro, and then do just do giveaways on the others. You know what I mean? But anything out of there you want to grow, bro, go for it. Definitely, definitely. We're gonna we're gonna hook the people up. I took a couple. Um, I I was gonna like I said, I wanted to talk to you and get a couple pointers on on some of these, and if you had any advice and on what ones to start out with. But other than that, you know, I, I don't even remember what I sent, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's it's a good variety, and and I'll go through and I'll, I'll probably break it down to you know personal taste, you know based on trichomes and what I what I you know I'll look and research stuff up. But I usually go to different websites. Oh, that one's you know that one might be Lemonese or Mercine or whatever 
you know, and, and I, I use them for different things. Like my blue dream I use for my headaches, you know, and, uh, uh, I, uh, definitely, um, Tommy gun. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like Tommy guns fire. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, no joke. I'm a Scarface fan, so definitely that's kind of a cool playoff there. Definitely cool, though. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're we're gonna have another run going soon. Uh, I'm gonna be running some of your phenos. I'm gonna be running. Um, I just got some from the Chet's Republic from uh, Fast Buds. We're gonna be running some of them. They sent them in a cool DVD. Caillou. Uh, little Caillou, the cartoon, but it's all, right, in their right. la- it's in their language and they taped it and they actually factory resealed it. And you would never even think it would have been opened ever. And that's how right. they hide it to get it here. And the, I'm like, the, the discreet shipping, bro, I bought seeds from all over the world. Um, I bought seeds literally, I've got 11, 12 grand probably in my seed library, just Ooh. from like hard to find stuff that'll be sold out here. But I'll find seed banks that only take Bitcoin in Greece or in somewhere else that'll still have them in stock because a lot of people don't know how to use crypto and, you know, stuff like that. And so, um, bro, I brought seeds from all over the world. Uh, you know what I mean? Definitely. One time, definitely. I, one time I had them customs take a pack. It was like, I don't know, $800 worth of seeds from somewhere and custom seized it and they weren't wanting to release it. Well, the seed bank actually wrote a letter to the customs um, declaring that it was like less than 0.03% of TAC or whatever. And customs actually released it, bro. And I ended up getting that pack. Yeah. I was very surprised. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. My, my biggest, uh, my biggest plant I ever grew, it was just under, uh, it was just tipping under, uh, the top of my 16 and a half foot ladder at the time of the photo that I put up. And, uh, and it was a wedding cake and it was from Barney's farm. That's one of those dope boy size plants. Well, yeah, that's where, that's where I, other than my grandfather, that's who taught me other than him, my grandfather, the Mendo dope boys and, uh, a, a channel that I idolized that a lot of people might not remember, but some of us old cats do seed the stone. Oh yeah, yeah. The stone. Yep, and uh, yeah, I used to he, watch him. He comes back. He pops back and forth every now and then. He's like disappears for years at a time, and you're like, man, what's happened? Uh, but that's how I learned to grow, really, bro. Was um, YouTube. I mean, I didn't have anybody around. You know what I mean? That had a lot of experience or anything like that. And man, I give shout outs to all the content creators. Um, you know, that teach all the trials and errors and what they go through and what they teach other people, man, because I, a lot of people, newer growers, um, a guy at work the other day, he's like, man, I hear you got, got man with the seeds and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and he's asking me all these questions. And I'm like, bro, get on YouTube. I'm like, I'm telling you, um, you know, you'll have to watch quite a few and pick, pick the information, you know, take some from this person leave some from you know what I mean? Just go through them all and, and get your own style because at the end of the day, it's a weed that wants to grow. Um, right. Yeah. Like you know me, I mean? for, me, for example, you know, I, uh, a lot of people are like, man, 
you should get plant elevators. Well, unlike me, unlike other people, I water from the bottom. I and that's just how I do it. And uh, right. that's my 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 way. And the reason why is, and I, it's quite simple. I used to water so much because I used the grow bags; they dry out quick. Yeah. And uh, so I'd water every day. Well, somehow I I would get the fungus gnats on the top of my soil, and right. I was like, and I'd put the yellow sticky traps in there, and and it was good; it worked. But I'm like, man, there's got to be a way to eliminate this. And right. So I started doing bottom watering, bottom feeding, um, and I've learned. You know, I've learned even with this current one. You know, certain genetics do not like it, but also, you know, you got to be careful because you can have them sitting in it too long because they don't absorb it at a fast enough rate. Right. It basically causes root rot and drowns the roots. I I had a, a GDP that. It turned mutant. Like it's the plant is completely mutant, but it's bouncing back now because it sat and it wouldn't it wouldn't suck it up like the other ones. And uh, just waterlogged and right. Yep, yep. And uh, but you know it's a learning experience, and that's what I do. I, I'm thinking about getting the elevators, but I haven't took that chance. You know, and then we just picked up an an atomizer, which I'm going to do some research on that. According to what I've heard, you know, that's one of the best ways to to feed and water because it literally covers the whole plant for foyer spray. Right. Um, and uh, right. we're gonna we're gonna get into that in, in a couple episodes here too. But you know, there's, I tell new people there's a lot to it, but it's not rocket science. I was like a little little bit of research goes a long way. Um, yep. There's a lot of ways to skin a cat. Um, and even if you mess up, man, you can still end up with some great product. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, um, and everything's a learning curve and you're going to learn off of every single cycle that you do. Um, you're going to fine tune it as you go, all that stuff. I mean, it takes years really to get it the way you, you know, to be killing it in the game. You know what I mean? But I've watched brand new people come up with some pretty damn good product. The number one thing people ask me is, um, new people is, you know, what's the best way to grow, grow fire, fire, weed, and or cannabis? And my personal opinion, obviously, I'm biased because I'm new genetics, but man, I've grown a lot, a lot of plants, and it all starts with the genetics. It really does because a newbie grower can grow better stuff if they have better genetics than an experienced grower with crappier genetics. You know what I mean? With all the right environment, with all the right lights, with all the right par everything you know what i mean um a newbie can actually do it better if they have the better genetics you know what i mean because it doesn't matter how good of a grower you are your plant's only going to be as good as it starts with you know what i mean so it can have the best environment possible and it's only going to be as good as what it started out as in the genetics you know what i mean um so you can have all the best soil all the best lights all the best perfect everything and end up with not as good as product as somebody who had a cheap setup and a whatever because of genetics, man. I mean, and I learned that the hard way going through a ton of different stuff. I mean, when we pheno hunt and when we go through stuff to breed with, we go through a lot of shit. I mean, we go through a lot of different plants um, because 80, 90% of it ain't even going to make the list to breed with. You know what I mean? Like, eh, it's okay, whatever. 
we're looking for that fire. Like, that's why it's like pure fire, man. It's like you spend three months, four months into putting your time and effort into doing this. You want some damn good smoke by the time it's said and done. You know what I mean? And so, um, you know, we want people to be able to grow some bomb ass stuff, whether you're a newbie or whether you've been growing for a long time, you know? Definitely, definitely. Me included, you know, my genetics keep getting better and better. And I'm learning this. I'm a, I'm a, on my probably my sixth year growing altogether. You know, just two years ago, I was growing under an eight, eight bulb T5. I'm not even going to lie to you. And right, uh, right. I didn't know anything. And here I am. I'm doing all right. And I'm trying to re-educate at the same time anything I learn. And, um, you know, money's a, a big factor, too. Oh, definitely, definitely. And I'm thankful, you know, uh, not every piece of equipment I've got has came free or anything like that. And that's the thing I try to tell some of these other people out there is with the partnerships, it's not free. The amount of advertising, the amount of posts I have to put out, the, some of them make me sign a contract. I have to, I have to fulfill my end of the bargain too. And, but like all my ventilation system, I wanted good ventilation. So I went with AC Infinity and I went with their six inch intake, their six inch exhaust. I, I went, I upgraded to the Wi-Fi controllers for when I'm on the road, I can see things. Now right. I got my, I got my light hooked up to the Wi-Fi with a, with all the controls and all that too. Can I ask but, you a question? Yeah. How do you, um, since you're a trucker on the road, how do you handle your grow at home and keep it maintained and all that stuff while you're out on the road? Well, I'm home every night, so that's the good thing. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So, I didn't realize that. I thought you were going for yeah, weeks yeah. at a time. I'm like, damn, how, <laughs> no, no. how you doing it, bro? <laughs> I, I, I do about... Uh, I do about on the average. I do sixty five hundred miles a month. So, and but That's I do all, I do. Here's the crazy thing, though. I do it all local. So I'm doing sixty. Yeah, that's dope, bro. You're blessed. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. And uh, I do I do about fifteen hundred miles a, a week. So you break that down over seven days. That's what uh, uh, two fifty three hundred miles a day. That's moving, bro. That's moving. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every day. And uh, then I come home and I got my plants uh, set up on with the, uh, the lower electric grid. Because one of the things people don't do, and here's a little tip on my end anyway, because I'm I'm a cheapskate. I ain't going to lie. I'm, I'm, I'm a Holland Dutch. That's my last name. It's, it's uh, actually German Dutch. And... Uh, um, that's nice. And I definitely, <laughs> you, you caught me off guard. Sorry, but uh, <laughs> like, oh, bro, hey, what was I saying? <laughs> but but um, it's uh, it's not only to keep your tent warmer at night, but if you have your lights run at night instead of during the day, it's typically cheaper because right. of the kilowatt rate that your electric company has. So and and some people have a hard time maintaining their temps and their and their grows and stuff like that and sometimes uh, it's double dip mango, um, yep. but some sometimes running your night like if you got a cold area 
sometimes running your lights at night helps keep your warm, keep the tent warm at night or what, you know what I mean? Yep. Yep. And that's, that's kind of what, why I did it that and I, because I'm home at night and I'm not doing the day. So now, right. like for example, my, me, I would run. Now I got my flower schedule. I'm running an HLG Scorpion, uh, 700 FR. Um, and, uh, I've got it at 75% uh, brightness. I won't go over 75 in a five by five gorilla tent. And the reason being is it's gonna be too much. I tried it with the last light and I started burning the buds and I didn't want that. And so right. I dial it up and then I dial it back as I go back through the flowering stage. And uh, I got it what comes on at 6 p.m. and it goes off at 6 a.m. And, uh, you know, that kind of keeps everything occupied and I'm, I'm home when the lights on. So if anything malfunctions, you know, I'm, I'm going to know I'm, I'm in the house where right. yeah. every, everything goes off when everything goes off during the day. Now everything goes off. I, t I have my oscillating fans. They're auto oscillating. They, uh, they go off, they go off um, when the light goes off. Because, yeah, I'm not moving the plants around as much like I should, but it gives a chance for the motors to get a little bit of a break. Yeah, I, I understand it, but you just got to be very careful about you can kick up with some powdery mildew issues without the lack of air movement or stuff like that. So you just got to really watch your plants if you to turn those fans off because I've seen people have those issues where they were doing the same thing and ended up getting really bad powdery mildew because the air circulation, um, lack of air circulation during the, while the lights are out. And, and then what happens is when your lights go out, your plants go to sleep or whatever, and your leaves go down. And what happens is they go on each other like this. And so, that's where a lot of your powdery mildew issues can start or whatever. So just be aware of that and just keep your eye on it. You know what I mean? Because once you get powdery mildew, that's a bitch to try to handle. You know what I mean? Right, right. And and we keep the air moving in a sense. Like my intake is always, always, going. Yeah. Is always going and my exhaust is always going. But my actual oscillating, I got one at below the canopy and one above the canopy. They go off, but I, I have them programmed to, to the, there's six speeds on them. And I have them at, at what I call the off speed of one. So right. they don't completely stop, but they don't, yeah. they don't, they don't, they don't make the plants dance. So right. I, right, I guess right. I should have I been a little more informative. I got them. Right, right, right. So they basically, they're not running at full blast. They're yeah, not swaying but, in the wind, right? Right. right. But not if you're not having any problems, if you're not having any problems, you're probably cool. But just keep an eye on it, because if you know, if you do notice yeah. the powder mill, that's probably why is because just because of the lack of air movement, you know. So. Yep, I've had it before. It's no fun. I oh yeah, mean, yeah, no good. Yeah, and, hey, uh, I want to give a shout out to Hank and Aaron and all the people that support me and you and everybody else, man. Because, um, man, if it. Is, you know, we can sit up there and make content. We can make seeds. We can make whatever. But without, like, the support of these kind of people, man, uh, yeah. we ain't nothing, bro. We ain't nothing. Right. So all those people in our group that always give us nothing but love and, like, support us 24-7, man, if 
if there's anything I want to say while I'm on this platform is that I got nothing but love right back for you guys. And I love you guys to death. And man, you guys are like, what's up? You know what I mean? And I see a lot of breeders and, you know, they'll act like they're big business, you know, whatever. But man, I try to be humble with people because dude, if it wasn't for y'all, we ain't nothing. You know what I mean? So you guys got nothing but love for me. You know what I mean? Always. Definitely, definitely. You know, and you look, you definitely, uh, you definitely got some people here that um, definitely appreciate you, and they, they kind of are like your fan club. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, we're getting there too. A lot of people don't get to watch us live because we're in Michigan, and I, I air at night, which is hard for a lot of people because they work. But right. I, right. the, the nice thing is the recaps always on YouTube. We're getting better at writing the titles and the descriptions so they can be found. I'm uh, learning everything, you know, I'm working with a lot of different people and you know, it's, uh, it's, it's cool because, um, we all get to grow. And the cool thing about this is afterwards, it don't get, just get put on YouTube. You get put on the audio gets stripped. And it gets put on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Anchor. You can find it organically blunt on all that. So you can take it wherever you're at and take a listen. And the cool thing is the video actually goes on the Spotify now. So Spotify, oh, cool. where, where they have a video platform now. They're trying, to, they're trying to build that bigger for next year and try to kind of compete against YouTube. We'll see how it goes, but... It's great. Right, know. right. And then everybody else. When people do, like, I've had, you know, like a few different people, like, hey, I listen to this interview or that interview. And it's like, oh, you know, it's kind of humbling a little bit. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, we ain't nobody, man. We're just the same as everybody else. You know what I mean? Exactly. And you said fan club. I don't know about that. They're, everybody's just the homies. You know what I mean? The friends. You know what I mean? So I don't hey, ever look at it like, oh, that's my fan, blah, blah, blah. Man, get out of here with that crap. You know what I mean? Just good right. people. You know? Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. No, I was just giving you giving you some shit. Bro. <laughs> but, but no, you, you did build a following. You might not see it or want to admit it. And, you know, it, it's hard it, to comes, kick. it comes with good. the territory. It does. Yeah. And, it's hard to and, actually kick back and look at what we built, you know, because I'm always focused on what we're doing and, you know what I mean? And when I actually kick back and look at what we did have done, like, it's pretty humbling, bro. You know, it's like, man, we've done, we built something real, you know what I mean? And we built our reputation real and solid. And like, you know what I mean? It's just kind of a little bit humbling me sometimes. Sometimes I got to look back and just be like, damn, that's what's up. And when I see people growing our strains in New Zealand or in Spain or in Portugal or in Canada, it's like, man, it's really humbling. Like people around, not just in the U S but or Canada, but like, you know what I mean? Australia and like the Britain and like all these places in the world, bro. I like kick back sometimes. And I'm like, damn, that's what's up. You know what I mean? Much love to all everyone, you know, yeah, like thank definitely. you so much for giving us the time of day, giving us the time in your tent. You know what I mean? All that stuff. Like it's, I appreciate the crap out of it, man. Definitely, definitely. I'm excited, you know. And the thing is, is I, one, I got to find a way to catalog my seeds. I'm thinking about buying the old school uh, zip binders with like the baseball card inserts, the clear plastic, right. and, and just putting the packs in there. And because I keep them temperature controlled, that's not the problem. They're not in a cold 
area or anything super cold. I mean, they're, they're, it's in a cool area, but it's not like where there's a lot of moisture or anything like that. But I want to, I want to where I can flip through them. And then I always try to ask the audience, Hey, okay. I'll pick out like five different ones and I'll be like, okay, what ones should we do next? And then I let them vote. And like I'm doing, I have an auto bucket system that I developed. It's a grow bucket system. Uh, they call them space buckets, but I developed my own and uh, I grow the autos in there and it's really unique to try to train them and see how they develop in, in three gallons of soil inside a five gallon bucket that is completely contained. And uh, so I'll, I'll probably be growing some of your autos in there soon because I have a, uh, I have a Royal Gorilla right now that that thing is getting fat with buds. So I'm talking there. And uh, so you said you like autos and photos. I do. I, I, I grow my uh, photos in the five by five tent to produce a larger harvest. But because I smoke so much, I got to have something to keep in between. So I That's do right. The, I do the autos for my quick turnaround and for training. Train uh, looks like we got the porn bots in here now. Uh, <laughs> I, I, don't know, I, I don't know how to get rid of them. I already asked about it and they told me I had to install something. And I'm like, I don't know what you need. Get out of here, scammer. I can't stand you, scammers, man. Couldn't spam and nobody wants to see your bull crap. Nobody's sending you money. Get out of mm -hmm. here. Kick rocks. Get right. life. Right. <laughs> but no, with the autos, I, I, uh, I, I, I manipulate the plant. I, uh, I bend the branches. I took some pictures. It's pretty crazy. And I bend them all different ways and I get them to, I call it a pitchfork. I don't know what people call it. I have my own name for it. I call it pitchforking. So instead of the plant doing the natural Christmas tree growth, how it, you know, right. I get the I get the plant to essentially grow off a main stock like this right? and grow up. So all the buds become top buds, not just That's one. Right. But I don't top my autos. Some people do. I don't. I don't top them. And I don't defoliate them until day 21 and a week before they really want to go into flower. So right around, depending on the strain, about day 42. And uh, that's it. Other than that, I use uh, LST clips that people 3D print, right. and I bend out. I bend out the uh, 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 <laughs> you're talking about the corn box. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I just the most I've pulled off an auto in this system was 2.5 ounces. The record is 2.78, so I keep training because I want to hit that three ounces and set the record. Bro, I've, I've grown some autos where we're hitting eight ounces, bro, seven ounces, eight ounces. I had somebody get it off our Tommy gun, pulling like nine and a half ounces off of it, so like that. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Average, though, bro, I mean, I only grow in three-gallon spots because – I have so much going on and we're moving stuff constantly and this and that and three gallons just end up working better for me. And when I'm doing breeding for seeds and stuff, I don't, um, low stress train them or anything. I let them grow naturally. 
um, so I can see the structure of the plant first of all, and what what's really going on. When I do personally, I do the same thing. I low stress train them, you know, let all those top the, all the buds become top buds. But when I'm actually using them for breeding, I keep it oh natural, so I can see what's what in the actual structure of what's going on. Um, you know what I mean? If that makes sense. Definitely, yeah. We're, we're doing a uh, grow off in our group, and it's just a fun one. And uh, through Seedsman, and I tried one of their new uh, strains called Bubba Cheesecake. It's uh, it's um, Cinderella ninety nine, Cinderella ninety nine, and uh, I forget the other one. But uh, the family are literally the size of my head. Yeah, that's what's up. And I was like, holy cow, that's insane. But, you know, every genetic's unique. And I, I right. learned with everyone, you know, and it's really cool. You know, I'm looking forward to trying some of yours for sure, definitely. I, uh, the thing I'm looking is, forward to seeing them, bro. Sound like you're going to kill them over there. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, we're going to – um. The, I think the next run – I might switch back to the kind LED X750 that I have. It's a it's a bar light. Right now I'm right. using the, the quantum boards setup, which is cool. But I uh, I feel that I owe kind LED a little more content on the video side because they got a lot of the audio side. But now that we're doing video, I, I, I want to show people what that can produce. Um, right. I can I can tell you that it produces a pretty hefty electric bill. Uh, uh, so, do you enjoy? I mean, obviously you enjoy it. Um, you know, doing your shows, doing all that stuff. I mean, it's got to be cool, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's got its perks. I mean, it's just like everything else. Like you said, it's a job. You know, it's a full time job for me. I I produce it. I, I market it. I do all the design work. I, I I learn everything and I ask people questions because I don't know, you know, I don't know what's a good camera equipment. I don't know what's good microphones. I just went with it and I can continuously upgrade. Now I'm running the dual monitor setup. Before I was running the laptop. The laptop I'm running off of is 10 years old. I mean, but we just updated it and put a new hard drive and memory and all that in it. So it's up to date that way. And right. Yeah. But I enjoy it. It's, it's fun. I, I wouldn't trade I appreciate you having us on bro. Like, you know, hitting us up and, and wanting to have me on, man, that's really cool. And, and I appreciate you, bro. Definitely. Definitely. You know, we're not going to keep you on too much longer. We're on here about an hour and 20 here. Um, yeah, my phone charger is in the truck, and it, I got like 14%. <laughs> hey, the last thing I want to end this with, it's pretty simple, is just where can people find you? Where can they connect with you? Where can they get you guys' phenos? And anything you want to give a shout-out to or anything you want anybody to know before we let you go? Um, you can find us. So if you go on Facebook um, and look in groups, look up Gobsmack Genetics. Um, we have two groups. Our Gobsmack Genetics group, it's got almost 13,000 in there. And then we have a backup group just in case because Facebook likes to hate and shut groups down and all that. So um, it's like Gobsmack Genetics too. Um, and our account is Gobsmack Genetics. I really don't post much off of our account. I do most everything in the group um, because Facebook hates on us so much. They're always like headhunting us. 
um, trying to restrict our account and everything else. You know what I mean? So I got to be really, really careful of what I do off that account and how I move. Um, and I don't go in a lot of other groups and like pump our stuff to me personally. That's just, I don't do that. I see a lot of other people like, Hey, hit us. when people ask where to get seeds and all that, I don't do that. You know what I mean? And, a lot of people in our groups and everything else I'll go and I'll see them doing it for us where, you know what I mean? Cause I just feel like I'm stepping on toes or I just don't feel appropriate to me. So I don't do it personally. Um, if you are looking for a C's though, you can go on gobsmackgenetics.com. Um, you can go on shop and, and you got your auto film section, your photo regs, photo films, and then the tester section, um, stuff we come out with recently cause we test everything. Um, before it goes full price on the thing, um, you can get those for a half price. And the reason we did that, we had so many people in our group wanting to test and before we just would pick people and they couldn't get their hands on them. And so that's why we did a tester section, um, for half price and people eat it up, man. I mean, we sell a lot off that tester section, you know what I mean? So, and, and as always, if there's anything wrong with either a test or anything else, um, uh, always hit us up, man. Customer service is like, super 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 important to me i always want to make sure everybody's happy um and i'll try to make that happen whatever the cost you know what i mean because that matters a lot to me you know what i mean so like i said the one thing i would like to ever just say is i i appreciate every single person that shows us love shows us support um you know and if you don't know about us and you're leery about us, don't buy anything from us, bro. Keep your loot. Go in our group and just watch. Kick back and watch for a little bit. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, the people updating, posting updates all the time in there, and you can see what what's going on before you ever, you know what I mean? I want people to be comfortable. If you've got any kind of um, hesitation, just sit back and watch. That's all I say. You know what I mean? Because we got a lot of stuff playing. Um, we love what we do. We love the people. We love guys like you. And that's it, bro. Definitely, definitely. All right. With that being said, we appreciate you becoming a part of the Organically Blunt family. And we appreciate you coming on the podcast. You have a great evening. Thank you. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. You've been listening to the Organically Blunt Show, a cannabis lifestyle podcast that's raw, uncut, and unedited. Thanks for listening to the show. We would like to give thanks to this episode's partners. Grow Strong Industries, the mother brand of Gorilla Grow Tint, Kind LED, and Lotus Nutrients. Use coupon code OrganicallyBlunt. Seedsman Seeds, a trusted seed bank with over 20 years in the industry. Use coupon code OrganicallyBlunt. 10. Horticulture Lighting Group, HLG, Real Efficiency, Real Yields, and Made in the USA. Use coupon code OrganicallyBlunt. Rain Science Grow Bags, one-of-a-kind mesh grow bags that eliminate problems and increase yields. Use coupon code OrganicallyBlunt. Grove Bags, the best curing solution to save terps. Use coupon code OrganicallyBlunt. Captain Redbeard Seeds, genetics that are loyal to the soil. Use coupon code OrganicallyBlunt. Humboldt Seed Company, Humboldt's original seed. Use coupon code OrganicallyBlunt. Fishhead Farms, the maker of fish shit, the most robust beneficial bacteria on the market. Use coupon code OrganicallyBlunt. Sofim Genetics. 
quality genetics at a fair price. Use coupon code ORGANICALLYBLUNT. Green Wolf Genetics. These genetics come from a wolf pack that runs with quality and no BS. Use coupon code ORGANICALLYBLUNT. Utopic Essential Nutrients. Discover the truth. Use coupon code ORGANICALLYBLUNT. Stream Gardening. World-leading mycorrhizal fungi. Dry tents, because we all need a place to dry that harvest. Use coupon code ORGANICALLYBLUNT. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to comment, like, and subscribe. And in the meantime, follow us on Instagram at ORGANICALLYBLUNT or on Social Club at ORGANICALLYBLUNT. You can reach us also via email at ORGANICALLYBLUNT at gmail.com. ORGANICALLYBLUNT can be found where you listen to podcasts such as iHeartRadio, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Anchor.fm, and Apple Podcasts. See you next time on the Organically Blunt Show.